Hey everybody, Phil here. Uh, I hope you had a good holiday, whichever one you celebrate, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Boxing Day, Ramadan, whatever the fuck. Anyway, Ajay is out of town right now because it's the holidays, and he has a family that we believe loves him. Not sure about that. We'll double check when he gets back. <laughs> anyway, so we're not going to do the normal thing this week. However, we did record a story of the time that Ajay Raj caused some outrage himself, made the news and everything. Enjoy this special holiday storytelling edition of the Fake Outrage Report. I didn't know when I first uh, started doing this show uh, that I was friends with a folk hero uh, of sorts, if you will. Sure. All right. I, I, I will. So, yeah, this is more of a storytelling type episode. I guess it's interesting that we're doing a fake outreach show, and I was uh, I was at the center of like a little like tempest of uh, I don't know, I don't know if it fake outrage applies. We don't have to pick that apart too much, I guess. Um, no, this is not analysis. This is no, just it's purely not. It's just where my storytelling enjoyment. But um, about ten years ago, was it two thousand five? It was not exactly ten years ago, but ten years ago. Um, uh, Ann Coulter came to speak at the University of Texas, where uh, where I was going to college. And I, I bet you were just so excited to go see her speak. I mean, I knew who she was, and I knew I like I hated everything that she stood for. But I uh, I was just in bed, and some friends came over, and like no good buddies, and like they said, "Hey, Ann Coulter's going to speak. You want to just go like heckler or whatever? I don't know." I was like in bed, depressed at like. 4 or 5 or 6 p.m. or whatever it was. Uh, speeches happen at 7 p.m., right? That's when speeches happen, so it must have been 6 p.m. You were in college, right? I was in college. I was in my college dorm room, Jester West, at the University of Texas at Austin, room uh, 1138, I believe. Do people call it UT? Uh, people call it UT. Okay. All right. Nailed it. Um, people call it the University of Texas UT. And uh, and I was like, I was depressed and out of weed and like, yeah, all right. It's, uh, <laughs> it's always the beginning of the yeah, spirals this, this when you run out. sounds like something to do. So we went to see Ann Coulter speak. She said a lot of like she it was uh, let's see at the time it was pretty much what it is now it was it, but it was immigrants and uh more gay people at that time. More like there's I'm sure there's some stuff about immigration just looking at it through the current lens but back then, you know, this is before so, gay marriage. So so hold on. So let's set the stage here. So it's you and a couple of buddies and you go to see like three friends, Ann Coulter speak. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it was at the I forget the venue, some uh, building on campus. Doesn't matter. How many people were there? Um, a good amount, I would say. Well, it was like was it like an arena or like an auditorium. It like wasn't. A, it was like a big lecture hall kind of room. It was a lecture hall. It was like oh, pretty like the, big. like the ones you see in there movies where it's like a, like a big bullshit. Like and she's like, a draw. There's the, there are probably five hundred people in there, <laughs> or so. Nice. You know. Big aisles, like a speech. It's like an auditorium, so you're sitting in like theater style seats. And then I was just sitting in the back and kind of heckling. This isn't the interesting. I'll just I'll, I'll only say one thing, just because it, it sets the stage for what happens later. That uh, so I was sitting in the back, and then behind me and my friends were like I think the International Socialist Organization, and they were holding up like signs. I don't even know what their signs said because they were sitting behind me, but they were you know very very serious leftist. Uh, Angry. So there probably I would have agreed with every sentiment on there. So there, there are there are protesters there for Dan Coulter. Protesting speech. Ann Coulter. And what was she doing there? Was like a, it was it wasn't like a rally. It was like a. No, it was just she was invited to speak at the university. Like it was very official. She had it was the university. There were university police there. 
uh, which is why uh, I was taken to the university police station eventually. I'll get to that. Oh yeah, I'll I get to say that. It, but that's but that's not, uh, why. But th- so it was that kind of thing. It was an official university event, and so as such, the people behind me that were protesting this official event were probably told. Remember that it was this was during uh, the Bush years, so the W years. So that was when free speech zones were happening at other protests. Remember that? I don't actually explain that. Okay, so there were there were. I don't know if they maybe still do this, um, but at that time, that's what they start. I think that's when they started. They would call them. The, we have these zones are designated as free speech zones. Like when he's speaking, so people couldn't like raise a ruckus or get too close or like they would basically corral everyone that's protesting so it's very basically strip a protest of most of its power by being like hey yeah it's cool that you don't agree with everything we stand for but can you just stand in this square over here it was like a little little pen like you had a little area that you had to be in so they're behind me they've got signs and they're like i think they might have i don't know if they were yelling stuff too i think they were yelling stuff but it was like very earnest about uh how she was evil or the stuff she was saying was bad or whatever, you know? We disagree with you. Um, why you're, do you, why your do, rhetoric. Why, why does that have to be gay? Why does the guy have to be gay, Phil? No, that wasn't, that was, see, that's me trying to do like a, it started, like a really it annoying It started gay person. and then it got British. But your annoyed person sounds stereotypically homosexual, which is a relic of our culture. I'll give you that. I, I don't, I mean. It's okay. I like, I like the, I'm down with the gays, man. I'm, uh. Look, you're not on trial here. I know you are. I know. No, you don't. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so so you're in the auditorium. Oh, so then I was yelling, uh, but uh, so th- that's all. And I, w- I oh wait, this. So I was like yelling nonsense because I, I wasn't. I was basically a nihilist there, and I was just yeah. I just said like, the gays have all the money. It like <laughs> things with that level. That level. Of, that was the level of. Di- I was being a comedian. I wasn't. Here's this. I guess what's interesting. I wasn't a comedian at the time at all. I would never. Whatever. But I was just. I was. Here's what I was being. I was being the kid that I was, which was like the kid, the sarcastic kid in the back of the class. So I was yelling out nonsense because like, I was like, this, she's bullshit. This protest is bullshit. This is all, it was nihilistic. I was like, this is, this is, this is a fucking farce. Get to the good part. Sorry, I keep rambling, but they, they didn't like the stuff that, we, there was a tension between me and the socialists because they're like, you're not being helpful. They resented me. They yeah, were like, because because you you didn't take either side seriously. No, no, no. no that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. uh, and that that becomes important later. That's why I was going into all that. So mm-hmm. then there's a Q and A at the end of the talk, and I just I w- I just felt compelled. Like I think my friends looked at me, and I just like just felt compelled to go up. And I was like, I just went and got in the line to stand at the microphone and ask Ann Coulter a question because that's that was very orderly. And so you walk up you walk up a long carpeted aisle that becomes important too. You walk up a very long carpeted aisle. You stand on a microphone. And you address a question to Ann Coulter in your turn. Uh, I go up. Some of the questions before I got up there, like, uh, there was a guy who said, like, hey, I, uh, I agree with, like, most of what you say, but you're, like, really mean. Like, your rhetoric is really mean. Um, and she basically called him a pussy and uh, sent him. He, I think he walked to his seat crying, people were saying. Like, there was so there, and there were all kinds of questions like that. Wait, wait, wait. She, she shut down a guy so hard that he was in tears? Yeah, I know. Someone that liked her. A supporter that was just wow. like, hey, can you tone it down? And she was like, you little bitch. You almost and made have, him cry. You almost have to respect that. No. I, that level there, of. She's, she has power. Wow. She, and she's gotten it. She's amassed it through her own, like, methods. And you have to, there's a certain, like, even though it's all malice and it's, you have to respect it to some extent just because of what it is. Yeah. But not, like, you don't have to. You, it's like it's you can still so think anyway, it's so it gets aberrant. To, it gets, anyway, yeah, yeah. It gets so to be your turn. It gets to be my turn to ask her a question. So she's either uh, 
either shutting people down or you know whatever. So I, I get up and I didn't know what I was going to say till I got to the microphone. But I got up to the microphone. Oh, so th- this wasn't premeditated. This was ad libbed. It was completely ad libbed. <laughs> like I got up to the microphone and I didn't know what the fuck was going to come out of my mouth. But I, she was talking about a lot. This is so she was talking about a lot of gay marriage stuff. And I was like, at that time, there it was a big raging debate, gay marriage. Well, and plus, this is ten years ago. This is before it's legal anywhere. I think right? it was that point where like it's like it was like with weed too, where it's like mo- a lot of people are like. This is fucking stupid. Why is this illegal? Like, why? Yeah. Why don't they have these rights? It makes no sense. And then, um, but but that argument was being had, but there was no legislation or whatever. And uh, so and so and she was also that whole argument was raging with uh, the sanctity of marriage. That sanctity of marriage was a specific phrase. You you know, everyone's heard that, right? So like, I said, okay, so you believe in the sanctity of marriage that a marriage between a man and a woman is holy, um, but you think sodomy is immoral. Uh, so what do you think about a marriage where the man just fucks his wife in the ass <laughs> and that's it? Or I think they said, like, just comes home and fucks his wife in the ass, something to that effect. Um, <laughs> what was the reaction? What was her reaction that's, at first? This is my favorite part of the whole story. I don't even tell the story. But she she had nothing. <laughs> she just looked shocked. Oh, she amazing. just looked shocked. She, like, didn't have anything to say. And... What was the rest of the room? What was their reaction? It, they're kind of a, you know, like with the memory. protesters in the back, like fuck yeah. No, here's or, here's what. Ha- oh, here it, there was also a protester behind me in the line. Okay, one of the guys, probably the same guy, like one of the guys that was. Sitting, it was one of the guys that was Be sitting quiet. behind me. Be quiet. Yeah. No, he said, he said, he just looked at me and he's like shook his head because this whole thing. He's like, you're 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 hurting our cause, and and I just looked at him and I said, and this is I think why all the rest of the stuff happened. Really? I don't think it was the question. I think it was this. But I, I like looked at him and I said, hey, buddy, this whole thing's a fucking circle jerk. <laughs> All I'm doing... Wait, before or after the, 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 you asked the question? I asked the question. Uh, he shakes his head at me as I'm turning around to walk back to my seat. I catch his eye and he shakes his head at me. And I say to him, look, buddy, this whole thing is just a big circle jerk. I'm just breaking the circle. And then, uh, physically demonstrating what I just said, I proceeded to walk back to my seat... <laughs> While making what the police report referred to as masturbatory gestures. <laughs> so wait, so, so, so I mean, I'm a pantomime. You, you all know what that looks like. Yeah, like so. You, you basically told a conservative icon where to stick it, and then some dude get shook his hand, sh- head at you. So as you're walking away, you do the beat off motion at him as you're walking. Yeah, back as I'm like kind of walking away, see, it's kind of like doing a little jig. I don't know. I was a cocky, <laughs> nihilistic 19 year old. What the fuck? So and then I go back to my seat. And I go back to my seat and I tell like my friends, um, like, hey, I just kind of like motion to my friends, I'm like, that's this is it. I'm I'll go home. I'm probably gonna be asked to leave or something. So I just like preempted. I thought I was preempting that to being like, hey guys, let's go. And then was going to the door and the cops were coming up to me. I thought the cops were gonna say like, hey, uh, you gotta get out of here. Um, so I said to the cop, the cop came to me before he said anything. I said to the cop, you can't fire me, man. I quit. <laughs> and then I was just gonna keep walking. And then he said, uh, "You're under arrest." And then, uh, like, they like grabbed me and arrested me. And For what? Like, did you, did you ask? Uh, no, no. I mean, they didn't tell me. They did take me. So here's where the shit got crazy. Okay, like they grabbed me. They took me to the police car. Are you in cuffs at this point? Uh, I was in cuffs at this point. Nice. Um, I'm the whole auditorium erupts. Like people, the socialists were like, "They're violating his rights," and they got up. And then a lot of people got up, and the room got up and followed the cops out. They went from being like this kid's an asshole to like this guy's getting his shit fucked up. We gotta help him. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. like that. Like, like that. Just, Here, it wow. got, yeah, they were. Yeah. That's when the solidarity happened. And then they solidarity. And uh, 
They, so the cops couldn't meet the car. Uh, the, the whole back of the auditorium gets up, and then a lot of people get up, I think, just to gawk because this has now become a spectacle because the cops are taking well, yeah, the car. Somebody's getting... And people run outside. Then there's, like, cops keeping people at bay. Like, they got out. Like, I don't know. If, I don't think anyone got pepper I mean, sprayed or anything dude, like that. Dude getting but dragged like, out by the police yeah. versus lady talking on stage. Obviously, dude getting dragged out by the cops is way so, more exciting. So they all came out. Then, like, there's, like, a... Like, there's, like, a people and police kind of clash thing going on. How many people? I'm sitting in the car. I'm asking the cops. Like, uh, probably a couple hundred people. Like, a ton (laughs) of people. Like, people just flooded out. And then they were out in the front of this building. So so you'd venture to say that about half the people that were in there... I would venture to say, at least, probably given the size of that area, yeah, I could say 100, 200 people. So you basically blew up in Coulter's spot. Oh, no, that's exactly what I did. It was over. Like... I decided when that event was over, inadvertently, I should with, say. With a horrible sodomy question. You oh, ruined God. You ruined a I bunch think with of a very uh, apt sodomy question. I mean, uh, honestly. I think like, with a perfectly fair question. You know, it's funny. There were probably at least a few people here that probably were there to, like, see the, like. The speech? The speech. I.e., most of the people and, there? Yeah. And you fucking. Of course. T- you ruined, like, hundreds of people's afternoons. No, I made. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of people's evenings way cooler. They all had a story to tell. Yeah, it's that true. wasn't. Like, oh, I went and saw Ann Coulter. What yeah. happened? Oh yeah, she was right about everything. Don't you hate the Mexicans? Yeah. <laughs> Please yeah. pass the potatoes, governor. No, but instead it was weird. like we saw some brown guy get fucking dragged up by the cops. A bunch <laughs> of racists. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no. Here's it gets crazier in that they so they originally took me to the university jail. Like mm-hmm. UT has a jail, which is. Kind of crazy if you think yeah, about it. Kind of weird. I'm, I'm sure a lot of big universities do, well, but that's I'm sure very it's strange more, in I'm itself. I'm sure it's, it's like more like a glorified drunk tank. No, really. yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. like what it was is you go into this little space. It's like a very small, like you know, shitty looking place. But they had like bars. It was like a, a barred cell that they slide open, and they had they have an ankle restraint. So like they were about to put me in an ankle restraint, but uh, but because when they were dragging me away, someone heard the cops. Someone heard the cops say where they were taking me, and then one of them were like, they yelled, they're like, UTPD station, and like they all, the whole crowd, like about probably at least 100 people followed the cops to the <laughs> university police station, and so as they were about to put me in this ankle bracelet. How far of a walk was it from the uh, I don't remember, because I, I drove, I was driven in style. Yeah, yeah you were, you were <laughs> a- escorted. People, the back I don't think of the... I don't think it was far. It was like close enough, clearly that like they it was enough of a thing that like oh they're coming, we got to get him out of here. So they took me to the Travis County Jail, like the actual. Well, were jail. they running after the cop car, or did this kind of solely mob moving? I honestly, I'm fast enough to keep up. I mean, yeah. All right. I don't know if they had to run full sprint because once they knew the destination, that was the thing. So, yeah, like, I think they were. I think they yeah. were marching. They were marching. You know. So you're perfect, so like a few hours later, swiftly. So you're in jail. I'm in jail, <laughs> and uh, I get out of jail. It's like f- I was there for five hours. I didn't even like I got processed, but I didn't even go to a cell. I just got I just sat in like a kind of a waiting room, and then they took me out again. <laughs> and then it was cr- there was like probably at that point maybe maybe fifty people, like a, just a small crowd. And uh, including like, a lot of my that's friends, still respectable. Mo- mo- most guys don't get that many when they're getting out a of jail. Pretty so. good crowd. And were your buddies like at the front, like waiting? Be like, dude, holy shit, that was amazing! They had all these like little gifts for me. Like, uh, someone had got me a, like a Blondie CD. <laughs> like, what the? Fuck? It was like a C- There's a song on it that I like. It was like this dumb shit, you know? Whatever. It was like uh, Dr Pepper or whatever. Um, but they had they came bearing gifts, and then this. Uh, you're given a hero's welcome. You were given the a socialists. The socialists that had gotten mad also got me a lawyer. So I had like free wow. legal representation from the APLC, which is the Austin equivalent of the ACLU, <laughs> and I found out at that point that I was being charged <laughs> with disorderly conduct, and I got this lawyer, and you know the c- the charges were dropped. Like I didn't even have to go to court. He just, you know, it was it, w- it was clearly bullshit, and uh, 
Yeah, it was crazy. I was like my 50. And then from there, like it was a big enough thing that like Ann Coulter made the rounds on all the uh, all the Fox shows and like. So she's talking about it with like Hannity and O'Reilly. So my mugshots flashing on these like Fox shows. Oh my god! So you you were legitimately. I legitimately had like whatever fifteen minutes of fame. I was interviewed by like. Well, these well no, stuff. I mean you you were the focus of, of some outrage. I suppose, yeah, yeah, that's oh, yeah. amazing. You you were the focus. Oh yeah, of no, outrage. actually, Ten it was probably fake outrage. Now I think this. about it, yeah. Hmm. I mean, there that might have been real outrage because conservatives. You say the word "ass" around them, and well, yeah, no. So okay, I'll say invalid outrage, <laughs> if nothing else. A hundred percent. Yeah. So so the aftermath in this is kind of like what the interesting part is, you know, because you had national media. Like, were there like people like outside your dorm room and shit? I had international media attention. International? Uh, not in my dorm. After that, it was like every once in a while I would get recognized. Uh, just by like for a little while, there's like people in parking lots and shit. Like, hey, you're that guy, you're a J. Raj. How how long after did this go on? Um, for? Like, how well, many, that like, like that kind of years? public recognition thing and like getting emails about like, hey, I'm gonna buy you a beer if you're ever in Chicago, kind of things, and uh, and also a lot of hate, a lot of hate. H- how many of each? Hundreds of both. Wow. And I how just, people get because this is before this 2005 is like pre Facebook. No, there's no Facebook, but yeah. like my email address was easy enough to come by. People were emailing my email, uh, my university email address. <laughs> yes. So I was just sitting there, like obsessively clicking through them and replying to every single one because I like was I think I, I probably was on cocaine for some of that. <laughs> so just like getting super into Man, it. You were way cooler than me in college. <laughs> yeah, um, that's crazy. So so you're getting this national media attention, and like your buddies, I'm sure, are all on board with this. And how, how did your did you like your family? Oh, did, like, it was did terrible your mom for my or, family. Like, your my aunt? mom, my mom called me when I said when I said like something happened. My mom started crying because I'd also been arrested earlier, like a couple months ago for or before that for uh, cocaine. For weed for cocaine? Yeah, no. no well, I was if it was close. cocaine, I wouldn't. We would probably wouldn't be talking, <laughs> and I wouldn't have probably been able to go to the ant culture thing. Yeah, they wouldn't um, even a hundred feet. Yeah, no, I was like, and but so she was like, it, it was a much more strained relationship between us then, and I was like doing the it was so my family wasn't so they like guilted me hard about it. Like there was it was like a, a matter of great shame for for are, them. Are your parents <laughs> Fox News watchers? They are not. Oh, okay, because no. I mean, that'd be hilarious if like they didn't know about it, and then like they were just like clicking through, watching later on, and, like, no. oh, oh my god, that's hard. Like they're just no. freaking out because they see their kid. Yeah, no, I wish my mom could have been proud of me for that. But and here's why: because I told you this, uh, this one news blog uh, called like Poor Mojo's Almanac or something. They sent me, they like emailed me, and they're like, hey, we want to send you a gift. And so they sent me this gift. It was a coffee mug, and it had like my mugshot on it, and a picture of Ann Coulter, and like what I said, <laughs> and like something she says about gays. It's like this little white coffee mug. It was so cool. That's uh, fucking funny. And then like it just—it just had bad luck with those coffee mugs over the years. Like I broke the first. Did they one. make you that custom, or are they yeah, trying well, to like sell them to people? I don't. Like, I don't. I, I mean, maybe they tried to sell them on the. I think they maybe were gonna sell them and sell uh, T-shirts for. I don't know. I, I don't think anything ever came of it. But here's what came of it for me was that I broke the first one. The second one, I lent it to my friend because we were roommates, and he like needed to like go out and uh, whatever, drink water or something. He's like, "Can I borrow this?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And then mm. he like he broke that one, mm. and then I think I had three total, and then I got mm. and then I was too embarrassed to ask again because I kept I would email them and be like, "Hey, so uh, that could yeah. you do you still could you have do you have another one of those?" And I like to imagine <laughs> I still like to imagine that there's like a warehouse somewhere in the middle of like Utah. Yeah. And it's there's like <laughs> they're like, like three thousand. This is it for us, boys. Yeah. Put 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 thousand. We all we have the slush fund. Put two thousand dollars into mugs, and there's just like a warehouse of mugs with my face on them. Yeah, my like nineteen year old mugshot. 
I like to think that, but the reality is probably they just printed a, a new one up and it was like easy and I should have asked for one. But now it's probably a little too late. I mean, I'm sure Unless, you Unless, if you're listening to this poor Mojo's Almanac, <laughs> yeah. one fateful day. Could do you, you, uh, if you want to sponsor please us. Please get in touch with me and uh, A, we can talk about a sponsorship. Ship. Yeah. Sponsorship. And B, uh, could you send me another mug, please? I'm really embarrassed. Send me I one, too. Awesome. And then send, send like Mugs four. Mugs for everybody. Send four or five to a Jay's mom just, <laughs> just to see. Yeah. Oh, no. That's Oh, that's why. Oh, yeah. It's because my mom, I didn't lose the last one. I repressed this memory just now that I just had because it's so, it's shitty. Mom, if you're listening to this, this is shitty. It's okay. I forgive you, but it's shitty. She threw it away. She, like, when she was, like, going through my stuff, like, I moved back home and it was among my stuff. And she's still just, like, that thing represents everything about me that scared her and that she doesn't like. Really? Yeah. That so, one, like, one coffee mug. Not any well, of the other. Well, it's, it's symbolic of a whole bunch of other shit. You know what I mean? Not your bong or anything else. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I had a bong. and mug. Bro- Phil, I have Indian parents. You think I brought a bong home? Hey, you could have said it was something else. I don't know. You said it was your incense make. I don't fucking know. I, uh, my mom's Indian. She knows all about incense paraphernalia. She would know. No, I also I did come home stoned one time in high school, and I was it was the first one of the first times I was ever stoned, and uh, I reeked of it, and I was clearly high as fuck. And my mom was like, "What happened?" And I said, "Oh, I just ate." Well, she's like, "What's that smell?" And I was like, "I just ate a garlic pizza with my friend." Yeah, it was like there was so much garlic. We ate just a lot of garlic. It was there was a lot of garlic <laughs> on the pizza. It's just garlic. And then as my eyes were bloodshot, and my mom was just like, oh, okay, garlic, uh-huh. Speaking of pizza, can we order, like, three right now? Yeah, yeah like, that's from the next <laughs> Anyway, uh, is there anything else on the topic that's, uh... Yeah, I mean, well, were there any long-term ramifications? Like, were you ever in, like, a job interview in the future, and someone's like, we're not gonna hire you because you said ass fuck no actually no i mean i got even got contacted because i the other thing that happened after that was that as soon as i got home so i went me and my friends took me on like a victory hot boxing drive so we got like just as soon as you got out as soon as 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 i got out of jail (laughs) the first thing was to drive down the highway in texas and and smoke a lot of weed and then when i got back from that i uh i was still brimming with like self-righteous fury and i wrote an essay about the whole thing and like posted it online oh yeah and then that that made the rounds quite a bit like that's the first like thing that i wrote maybe that and probably the most probably the most read thing that i've written since if i'm being honest like it's it's funny too because like i i didn't know about this till you told me and i googled it and i did some reading on it and it was funny there's a few like forums online where people asked like three or four years later like hey whatever happened to that guy jay raj like is he you know did he ever you know did he ever make anything of himself yeah like people is so nope so you you fucking struck a nerve like a yeah. long time ago I mean, you need to email all these people and be like hey listen to this new podcast yeah. <laughs> that i'm on well no i think about that i think about it all the time it's so funny like not all the time but when i think about it i think like, man, if I had been a comedian then, if I had been doing stand-up then, like, that would have been it. Or even if, if you were just a journalist or, or whatever. If I was, I mean, I was, I was like a journalist. I said, I think I said I wanted to be a journalist, which is ironic because I didn't want to be a journalist, but now, I like, I became a journalist anyway. How long is the essay? The essay? How long is it? Yeah. Actually, let, let me look. Let me is see. It, is it too long to read? That's what I'm going to figure out. You know, we, we might as well, I, I might as well read it, and then if it's too loud, I can, uh, if it's too loud, if it's too long, we can cut it accordingly but no it's fine so we're gonna i'll do that if we can get a dramatic reading we have to bear in mind this is super weird for me because i am reading something out loud that i wrote 10 years ago yeah that's pretty funny and i'm gonna hop in with commentary too so (laughs) i guess why the fuck not 
Yeah, I read this a few weeks ago, and I, f- I laughed my ass off. And let me ask you, d- would you say your writing style has changed between now and then? Or would you say, like, if you were to do this now or... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm almost certainly it would not be the same letter if I wrote it today. But I don't know that I would have... You know, it was very much... I don't know that I would do that today. I might, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the thing I think so fascinating about this is that you lived a dream. Like, you know how many people dream of telling somebody like her where just to fuck off or whatever yeah. to her face. You got to tell her to her face in front of an auditorium. Oh, full there's of so people. many caps. Okay, here's the thing. No, I wouldn't because you can. The self-loathing in this is palpable. I remember now. I had a I had a mentor in college, and he like read. I sent it to him, and he read it, and he was like. He was kind of disappointed because he was like, "Oh, you're, 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 you're being a rock star. Like, I get it. You're being a, a rock star. Well, like, mean, that's that not point, really what you are. At that point in time, you were kind of a folk hero. But I yeah, mean, I was. Yeah, you, you were. Like I said, you were getting free beers. Did you ever get laid off this? By the way, that's um, a good question to ask. I mean, sure. Really? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. That happened. So uh, free booze. Gotten laid off it. People recognized you and high fived you. People on the internet loved you. Free coffee mugs. Yeah, free coffee mugs, baby. Dude, I saw okay, so this is this is the the essay. Oh man. Oh four, oh five, oh five. <laughs> Holy shit. End of winter oh five. So this is more than ten years ago yeah, now. Well in Texas we call that uh spring still. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So I titled it. Yeah, there's a lot. This is going to be so. I just want everyone to know that I like feel this is a hard thing for me to do. It's, you know, visceral Im- sense of embarrassment. That's why I'm making him do it. As long as people are aware that I have that emotion, it's this is entitled. Uh, 19-year-old Jay entitled this an open letter to anyone who gives a shit about justice. Yeah, it's justice. weird because now open letters are a thing that I don't. Ugh. Back then, open letters were still cool. I was writing them when they were still cool and not overdone. Okay, Fucking hipster. Yeah, I'm an open letter hipster. <laughs> so here we go Jesus fucking Christ I'm writing this in response to the spectacle that occurred in the LBJ library now I know where it happened on Tuesday May 3rd 2005 when Ann Coulter a diabolical ignorant but nevertheless charismatic right wing pundit came to speak at UT Ms. Coulter yes Ms. I personally think that such a vocal female conservative would be making Bubba a meatloaf instead of addressing a politically minded <laughs> collegiate <laughs> audience but whatever it's a little aside were you, is the author of relentlessly mendacious anti-liberal books such as Slander, Liberal Lies About the American Right, and Treason, Liberal Treachery from the Cold War to the War on Terrorism. She's famous for having an ass that stores so many lies it makes clown car designers <laughs> envious. Like her or not, and if you do, I'm surprised you can read, little smug, she's a big fucking deal. The title of the front page story covering Ms. Coulter's speech in the Texan, the Texan is the UT uh, newspaper, daily newspaper, was arrest made at Coulter's speech. You could have also caught it on CBS or in the Austin American Statesman. The general idea is that some jackass made a scene and Ann Coulter was also there. I am a J-Rodge and I am a jackass. Anyway, I want to hop in too. W- this essay is on. It's on several different websites. Can, I'm reading it from the Daily Coast right now. It yeah, made the there rounds. are so many are, are places where this is on the internet where it's like awesome letter written by this kid, like epic yeah. response to the end culture. Like these oh people. God. Oh God! Oh man, so I'm so glad this didn't happen today because then it would have been on like Upworthy. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm Buzzfeed. glad or not. It would have been Huffington. good for me in terms of like raising my visibility, but then I'd also have to see read all these like clickbait headlines about myself, and that would I feel like that would hurt my yeah, fucking th- soul. Yeah, th- this is was pre clickbait here. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Okay. Wow, this is a fucking time capsule. So I'll go on. Um, <laughs> in this, in his article. Oh, this is another funny thing. The article I kept calling him in his article. The Yashoda Sampath, uh, who was the writer of the article, was a, uh, a a lady, a woman. So she she made fun of me later. Actually, she when she retired from the Texans, she had like everyone got like a little thirty thirty is a thing in journalism where it like uh, like dash thirty dash means like signing off last thing so mm. she's like leaving she was leaving the texan and she like was recalling her fondest memories and one was like so like she made reference to like uh like sophomore idiots with a hard on for hunter s thompson um <laughs> and that was about me because i was i was totally like a hunter s thompson geek or whatever and you didn't you didn't know it was really no i did i just wrote her an email saying like hey i, I read that and like oh and she said oh she made fun of me because i called her a him and so i i was like I was like, hey, I just read that. That's really funny. Like, just kind of like had a laugh about it. I was just like, I wrote it. I was like, wasn't that stupid? Like, and I, I kind of apologized for being like, wow, I, that was really dumb. I just but you, you were you were cool. With it, yeah, right? yeah. I was. It wasn't like I wasn't mad. I was just, I was embarrassed. So I just wrote her to like assuage my embarrassment and like yeah. share, a, I guess, a laugh. Speaking with of her. embarrassment, let's keep going. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> in his article, which I enjoyed and commend him for. Mr. Sumpath, God, so fucking, quoted the former president of the Student Events Center, the organization which arranged the event. He wrote, the person had been disruptive the entire event, said Matt Hardigree, former Student Events Center president. He took the opportunity to say something lewd and offensive and then made masturbatory gestures as he exited. <laughs> oh, so that came from that guy, but I think the police report quoted it. <laughs> and what do I have to say in rebuttal? 19-year-old Ajay writes, not a goddamn thing. Matt Hardigree got it spot on. From the beginning, I was yelling obscenities along with my friends, roaring at Ms. Coulter's right-wing bullshit festival the way no one else ever had the balls to. Not ever, but no one else had the balls to. Mr. Sumpath writes in his article that that, that, and this is my take, the protesters were told to be good all along. They were told to sit in the back and hold their signs and leave quietly. No wonder hippies get such a bad rap nowadays. Protesters today might as well be ornaments, ornaments on the right mobile. <laughs> When I want someone to know I'm pissed off, I'm going to throw down and give them a good shit-ruining. I wanted to show Ms. Coulter that people are down if she wants to hold a circle jerk, but we're not going to do it her way. Not me, at least. So, yes, the Q&A session <laughs> came around, and it was pathetic. Her slack-jawed fans got up and licked her face so she could pat them on the head. <laughs> One schmuck offered to be her bodyguard, and she smiled, doubtlessly making a mental note that she wouldn't touch his nether regions if he, she were King Midas. <laughs> Liberal protesters posed well-intentioned but woefully timid questions and got shot down in a hail of ignorant shitfire from the she-dragon. <laughs> she-dragon. Standing in line awaiting my turn, I watched her and sent a m I watched her send a moderate Republican who had questioned the sheer incendiary magnitude of her rhetoric walk away in tears when she told him or when she tore him apart for daring to question her. That's the guy I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. So yes, I quote unquote saw my opportunity to say something lewd and offensive. And I took it. So this just gets into the story. It's, I mean, yeah, but l I'll skip the part where I'm just telling what I just said. Yeah. So, I'll, so, so I'll say this. Uh, I have no regrets. Was I a jackass? Yes. Oh, Christ, yes. But here's the question people ought to ask themselves. Did I deserve to be arrested? Did the cops need to rough me up? They, like, kind of slammed me against the door. It wasn't much, but it was, like, it was... It was it was uncalled for, I'll say that, but it wasn't like, they didn't brutalize me. Did the cops need to rough me up for saying bad words at what was at least masquerading as an open dialogue? Do the people of Texas, hell of America, feel that potty mouth belongs on the list of punishable crimes along with aggravated assault and armed robbery? As stated <laughs> in the Texan article, I am charged with disorderly conduct, which is a Class C misdemeanor. 
Other Class C misdemeanors include DWIs, possession of drug paraphernalia, and speeding tickets. Without getting into the justification for all of those, were my naughty words and crude hand motions as imposing a danger? This isn't about politics anymore, however it might have come about. Either you think it's an absurd outrage, or you think swearing is a crime. Outrage, there it is. Yeah. Trey Parker and Matt Stone are Republicans, for Christ's sake. Raise your hand if you watch South Park. This is about drawing a line in the sand, dude. I didn't write dude, but that's just what ma- that makes me think of. The Big Lebowski, right? Okay, go on. It made me <laughs> proud to see people standing up and calling bullshit when bullshit needed to be called, like talking about how people got up and stuff. All politics aside, people ought to ask themselves, how far should our representatives of justice be allowed to go? Do the American people believe in censorship rights for the rich and famous? I know I didn't slay the insidious evil that is Ann Coulter, but I did give her pause. She can easily go to another college or hoedown or whatever and spew her tired rhetoric without worrying about me. But I'm not the only one who feels this way. Other people will call her on her shit. And hey, Ann, don't come back to UT. I'm sure she has several times since then. <laughs> We're better than your bullshit here. Out of pure spite now, she probably goes there twice a year. Or out of like the paycheck that I'm sure she gets. <laughs> and I can think of at least one jackass here who can dish it out better than you. That's true. I, uh, well, not what she does. Oh, this is the, I don't know if I mentioned this, but like I think I got into it. But she, I, I don't think anyone else has ever done that. I don't think anyone else has ever gotten in culture to shut up for a second and be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no it's like right. I don't know how to respond. I think I don't no I think I'm the only person that ever tongue tied Ann Coulter. So <laughs> that's the that's that's that, the thing that I'm proud of still. That's pretty amazing. That now that's I mean that's truly an epic story of you know then there's so much in that because first of all this is like almost like one of the original outrage tales if you think about true it. yeah you know what i mean and, and you did that not knowing that you were going to be doing this 10 years later. right yeah you know and also there's also some elements of like you know like coming of age and youthfulness like you had your parental struggles and uh you know you had your buddies that you and i, I do find it extra funny that you decided that the first thing you wanted to do when you got out of jail was do something else that was illegal. <laughs> that I had already fantastic. been arrested for previously that year. <laughs> that's fucking fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's and so you, yeah, I mean, I pretty much don't have any other questions about this, but if there's anything... I, yeah, it was weird. She was on all these like panel shows. I didn't really watch any of the segments, but like people were like, yeah, I saw it. She like said... She like she was quoted in like I think she was quoted in like new at some newspaper article or something like saying like these like handsome handsome college protesters she made reference to that she like called me handsome repeatedly it was is, weird is there audio like, or do and nauseating at the same time I'm you telling know? you you know what it is she she she, she might want you because you think about it like, she did date Dinesh D'Souza so she could have a thing for like brown dudes well no the thing is no and that's not like that but like you got her to shut <laughs> up she might have like oh this guy's hot he just told me to fuck he off. tells it. Yeah. yeah, like it's, that might have been I, like a I thing. Can't, I can't speculate on that, but maybe. That be <laughs> wouldn't that be epic if like that would be weird if like she hears this podcast and then finds you and then you know you guys Did we get like it on. we mate and then she breaks every bone in my body and eats <laughs> me. <laughs> I imagine that's how that would play out. She chews it up and feeds it to her children, right? Mouth to mouth. <laughs> that, that that sort of thing. <laughs> Man. We're going to edit out that entire last part right there. I don't think so. That's pretty good. <laughs> anyway. That's the story. You can Google it. You can Google J. Raj and Coulter. I really you hope you enjoyed the legend, the folk hero, the story, the legend of Saint J. Raj. Oh, no. Oh, that's the other thing we should mention. You mentioned the Saint J. Raj thing. I was, uh, there's a gaming website called Penny Arcade, and I was yeah. like, I had a bunch of their t-shirts. Or, no, I didn't have, I had a bunch of their t-shirts afterwards <laughs> because of what happened. I was wearing like a Penny Arcade t-shirt that I had bought. Mm-hmm. While when I was arrested, so that was on the news, and then like someone that th- read Penny Arcade told them about it, and then 
he uh, Tycho uh, wrote like a, a post about it, and he titled the post Saint Ajay Raj, and he's like, <laughs> we are told like our minions hear everything, and we were told of a thing that happened here. And uh, it's like, we cannot, we at Penny Arcade cannot officially approve, but it is totally fucking awesome. <laughs> and then, like, they got in contact, well, their, like, merchandising person got in touch with me and got my address, and then they sent me, like, a box with, like, 11 or 12 shirts in it. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, it was really, that was kind of like, cool. Well, and so that's why my Twitter handle is Saint Ajay Raj, is that's funny. <laughs> Saint Ajay Raj. That, that's that. Uh, thanks for listening. And, uh... Hey, have a good Christmas. <laughs> or, hey, we hope you had a good or, Christmas. Whatever the fuck you said. Or, hey, do you even give a fuck about Christmas? If you don't, we don't. Whatever. Yeah. Christmas, no Christmas, it's all the same to us. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever. whatever. All of it. Just enjoy. You know what? We tried. We tried with you. How holidays. wonderful. Season. Seasons, whatever. Yeah. There we go. <laughs>